0: In the air, Is that the fucking bed. wiggles? No,
1: it's like... Is that the wiggles?
0: Yeah. I hate the wiggles.
1: Why? They're just lowest common denominator. Whoa. They phone it in, man.
0: I agree that You they can tell they're in. too rich. Oh, is that what you think? They're so
1: rich. They're like, oh, we've got to keep doing this fucking show. Hands in the air, rockabye. I don't know, bear? <laughs> Should we just say bear? They didn't write that, <laughs> that song. Write... Oh, I'm just using it as an example. But they didn't write that song. Oh, what did they write? Do the propeller. That's his favourite song. Do favorite the propeller. Do it. the propeller. Around, around and around. around. And Get it? it? The Get best, it?
0: <laughs> but the best bit is statue statue oh my god statue <laughs> pro power
1: it's like what we could write a song better than the w- wiggles imagine if you had so much money that you just had to phone in a kid's show and you were like everybody freeze 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 take a picture for Mummy's instagram freeze Freeze! Done. Millionaires.
0: I actually went to drama school with one of the Wiggles. Did you? Yeah, Lachlan Gillespie. Oh, uh, Lockie. Lockie. How's he doing? Oh, he's filthy rich, I'm sure. But working every day with his ex-wife. I, th- I think it's admirable. They yeah. had a clean separation. D- turn your fucking iPhone watch off. I- iPhone
1: watch? <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: boomer. Um, I don't know how to make it quiet.
1: <laughs> how do I make it quiet? Hey, Siri, go on silent
0: this on the web she's useless siri has failed you a couple of times today you
1: <laughs> can't even go on silent
0: like the first time you called upon siri today <laughs> i was like look at revs trying to be all like tech savvy like <laughs> siri runs my life and she failed okay i'm putting it on do not disturb Can we get into the podcast Sorry! yes let's do it a one a two a one. we have a thousand things to do but we'd rather chat to you With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need. Two basic bitches with a podcast. So I've reached a new lockdown low. Amazing. I deliberately shrunk one of Hubs' hoodies. Deliberately? Yeah. So that (laughs) it... didn't fit him anymore and that I could wear it because I'm so sick of all my active wear but I can't be bothered to buy anymore and then I was coveting one of his hoodies. Why did you need it smaller? So that it fits me. Oh I thought you liked oversized kind of slubby. If I didn't shrink it he'd still claim it as his. It needed to not fit him anymore.
1: Wow this is diabolical even for you.
0: (laughs) No this is what I mean. I said it's a lockdown low. Was he mad? Oh he's so indifferent. He's like oh yeah you can have that. Wasn't even worth hatching this evil plan (laughs) how do you shrink a hoodie what was it made of silk oh no it's from target (laughs) well how do you shrink it with these (laughs) oh put it on a 40 degree wash right Put it in the dryer. Oh,
1: I would have thought it would have stayed as was.
0: No, <sighs>
1: Look, these are the times when I realise I'm not really a grown up when I don't really understand my washing machine.
0: <laughs> do you separate colours and whites and darks? Of course. But
1: well, you say that like, of course, but a lot of people don't. Well, I remember you didn't until you were about 26. Yeah, and then I learnt the hard way. Yeah, because you made all your white stuff grey. But that's something I can do analogue, like outside of the machine. But once it gets in the machine, it's like on for young and old. I don't really know what I'm doing. I just select eco because that makes me feel like I'm an environmental warrior.
0: Let me ask you this throughout the week of parenting do you do many small loads? So maybe like a little load a day or are you a save it all up and do a big fucking load? I do a load every second day. I do a dark load then the Two days
1: later I'll do a light load and then two days later I'll do a dark load. I can't have the washing machine on all the time because I now live in a postage temp apartment and my washer dryer, one machine, is in my kitchen next to my fridge and my coffee machine and it's just it's just too much. Got Vackie Kennedy spinning around picking up all the crumbs. Washing machine going, then the dryer. It's too it's,
0: it's too, too much.
1: It's close quarters.
0: But that's still quite a lot of washes per week. Yes, for three people. Yes. Totally. Whereas I do the save it up. Oh, do you? So that there's literally a Mount Everest pile of laundry to deal with. And I used to feel shit about it because I was looking at all these mum goals on Mm. the internet being like, oh my God, they're always on top of their laundry. And people were telling me... (laughs) Where do you go to find laundry goals on the internet? There's a lot of organisational mums that I follow on Insta. Yeah. And it's almost like masochistic.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I like to follow them, but then I hate to follow them. It's a
1: hate follow. Let me ask you this you withhold your
0: likes Do you know what? I'm (laughs) going to be honest their content doesn't appear in my feed but I'm a stories watcher than a feed scroller Totally get this. Do you think that's the way it's going these days? I don't know Gem, I don't know. Can I get back to my
1: laundry point? Yes, I interrupted you mid-thought yet again.
0: My point was I felt really bad that I was letting laundry pile up and then having to do a laundry day which will send me to an early grave but then I found out that it's actually better for the environment to do fewer monster loads mm, of than many little loads yes look at me being an eco
1: warrior and look at you out there saving the world one massive laundry day at a time
0: yeah i love virtue signaling <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know what
0: i don't have time for this week oh wow straight in <laughs> straight in Wait. take me for dinner first <laughs> Shit! Look, I'm looking forward to Bestie Hotline. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I want to hash out someone else's problems, not my own. I want to deflect, deflect, deflect. No, I'm all about your problems. What don't you have time for, Iggy? Yeah. My beautiful mummy's boy is slowly becoming a daddy's boy. Oh no! And I'm upset and offended. And it means you've got no one. <laughs> no! Don't
1: you didn't have to
0: point it out so obviously. You'll
1: just have to sit in the corner, drinking a hot tea, reading your book. <sighs>
0: I love it and I hate it. Okay, we're back to this love hate. I feel like this is going to be a theme of the episode. I love Hubs' bond with Mm Rafa, but then I'm also jealous (laughs) because she chooses him over me. And
1: vocally and
0: openly as well. Yes. Who do you love better? Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) But then Iggy was mine. Yeah. He was my kid. I was his favorite. Yeah. And now I can see what Hubs is doing. (laughs) He's putting on the charm and the sparkle. He's suddenly giving Iggy all this attention. He, like, plays with him. Like, I don't play with my kids. No, I don't play. I'm learning that there are two types of parents. Yeah. One of our friends, Em. Mm -hmm. I was chatting to Em once and I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I've just spent the last hour being a dog on all fours playing Paw Patrol with Alice. And I was like, what? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you actually play with her? And she's like, don't you play with Rafa? And I was like. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll set her up activities. I'm not going to be someone's pet for an hour <laughs> and walk around and pretend to be on a lead.
1: I admire that. I wish I could be that. And you'd think that we would be like that because we're creative, yes. right? So you'd think, oh, my God, imaginary play. Like, it's like rehearsal. <laughs>
0: nope. Got, Don't have time for it.
1: Got no time for it. Really not into it.
0: No, but you know who has time for it? My husband. Yes. Like, he will happily roll around on the carpet with yeah. the kids, tickling them for like the umpteenth time. Oh. I will wrestle.
1: I do like a wrestle. I
0: will wrestle on a couch and on a bed. Not on the floor. No, fuck the floor. No, no, no. Not
1: wrestling on the floor. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) There is a difference, There is a difference. I will bed wrestle and bed wrestle only.
0: (laughs) But I'm like, mate,
1: you can't have Iggy. Yeah, well, it sounds like he's got him. So, fuck. Okay, hey, when did this start?
0: Very recently. So, something I've observed. When Iggy was first born, you know what happens when you have your second child? Your toddler or older kid instantly becomes your partner's problem yeah they can't really do much for a newborn no they're like tits on a ball exactly yeah when Iggy was born I was breastfeeding him and I was kind of his soul carer yep. in a way and Hubs was in charge of Rafa it was a dynamic that really worked for us it was divide and conquer mentality and we just went with that yeah and then when Iggy got closer to turning one I started to think oh does Hubs have enough of a connection with him mm. because you know with your firstborn you're both all in. Yeah. Full attention. Yeah. All the love heart emoji eyes coming out of you. All
1: you do is sit around and stare at the baby. And watch them sleep. Feed them together. Remember that? <laughs> Remember when you'd be like two parents, one kid in a
0: high chair and you're just both feeding? And bath them together? No, what hacks! <laughs> like one's holding the towel, the other <laughs> one picks them up. <laughs> what, like...
1: what jokers. Oh man, no <laughs> wonder us first ones are fucked up. We had way too much attention at the start.
0: As we know, Iggy was a potato with a pulse. For a very long time And only now At 18 months Is he To quote Revs. Iggy's really coming to life (laughs) Only took him a year and a half But yeah He's like Walking On the verge of running He's Saying a few words Curious Words Dance moves Songs And he's He's really animated now And now Hubs is like Oh my god I'm into this kid Yeah That makes me so ragey
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not at your Hubs specifically Love you Roo But that they can just pick when to swan on in and be interested. Whereas we have to be interested and on from the moment the sperm dives into that egg. It's like, I guess I got to be interested, (laughs) but they just can go, Oh, my God, this kid's waking up. Looks fun. Reckon I'll get on board. And then they become the
0: favourite? Yeah, it's bullshit. Ah. It is bullshit, I'm telling you. Also, mm. oh, when Iggy got interesting and you got something back yeah. because he now laughs at your terrible jokes, giggles at your tickle monster... <laughs> All of those things because he's getting that direct feedback from him. He gets something out of it and so Hubs is really interested in Iggy. But I think this is a common theme. Yeah. I don't think this is reserved for my family. I think in some ways I kind of feel bad for men because they do get shafted a bit. They are made to be a bit redundant when a baby comes along. (laughs) poor (laughs) men. So, yeah, I'm just a bit dirty that he's becoming Iggy's favourite. Do you think it's going to
1: stick or is it just they're having a good week?
0: (sighs) I hope it doesn't stick. But then there's that thing where you're like, no, you want your kids to have a good bond with their daddy. Of course. No. Of course you do. I mean, do your kids favour one parent over the other? They
1: don't get a choice, do they? They got week on, week off. True. (laughs) Um, They have to have whoever they're with as their favourite. Did you know that your hubs was going to be a dad that played with his kids?
0: Ah, This is interesting, isn't it? Because I think when you enter the marriage contract, and sure, you can talk about, yeah, we want kids. You don't necessarily always talk about the nitty gritty details of how to parent.
1: Because you don't know what it means. Exactly. At that point, it's just a romantic concept. It's not a practical, real thing that you're really talking about.
0: Can I digress for a little bit? So this actually reminds me of a DM that came into my inbox just this week, actually. I shared a story on Instagram about this staunch anti-vaxxer in the US who has now passed away to COVID and very sadly has left behind his wife and three kids and she's pregnant with her fourth I'm not going to get into that topic but the DM that I received was from someone who said yeah it's interesting isn't it because when you marry someone you don't know that there's going to be a pandemic and suddenly the vaccination conversation becomes super divisive and you don't know what side of the fence your husband's going to be on and she was like I'm married to a staunch anti-vaxxer and she's like and I'm passionately pro-vax and we're at odds and oh. it's really intense and hard but how the hell was I to know that we would be confronted with this discussion when we first got married yeah
1: because if you got together pre-2020 this wasn't a topic you thought you'd have to tackle exactly the potential life partner yeah wow
0: but I guess you can tie that back into parenting there's yeah. a lot of similar things with even just how you discipline yeah maybe that's different or how a dad likes to run a routine with their kids versus how a mum likes to and then there's the work juggle and Mm. the responsibility juggle all of those things you have to navigate as new parents do you know what
1: the big thing is for me that i never discussed because i didn't even know to when it's just you when you're in a couple right you get to know each other's rhythms and some people might need more downtime or some people might need more alone time or some people really need to have their daily exercise or whatever And it takes you a couple of years to sort of work out those rhythms as a couple. Mm. But when there's kids involved, you kind of have to start that again. Yeah. Because some people can parent nonstop. Some people really need time away from parenting. Some people don't cope as well. Or in my case, some people play (laughs) some people (laughs) don't play. Do you know what I mean? That's so true. But I wouldn't have known what to say if someone had asked me. There'd been a discussion like, oh, what kind of parent do you want to be? Do you want to get down on the floor and play? I probably would have been like, yeah. (laughs) But But then the reality hits. The reality is, no, absolutely not. I like to have fun with my kids. Absolutely, But the fun I like to have with them is like, this is so nerdy, but like, I like doing wordplay and playing games, you know, mental games and thought experiments and taking them out and stuff. But I'm definitely not a get down and play Lego or... Do um, imaginary play. And I'm not really huge on imaginary play because I'm actually too exhausted from parenting yes. to do that kind of imaginary play. I can't even make up a story anymore. Like I used to, when Isla was little, she used to say, make up a story. And I'd be like, once upon a time, there was this little girl called Isla and she rode a beautiful blue unicorn. And now I'm like, I don't have, do not have those reserves. Not. <laughs> those stores have been tapped. They're gone. I have no energy, creative or otherwise, to make up a story for you mm. at 7.20 when you should have been asleep 20 minutes ago.
0: Here's a question. When you go to the beach with your kids, yes. are you... Uh, on your hands and knees building sandcastles with your kids or are you uh, here's your bucket and spade off you go I'm the bucket and spade so am I yeah I'm not embarrassed to admit it no no I'm a
1: little bit embarrassed no
0: (laughs) taking my kids to the beach is my opportunity to breathe because usually at home I'm like you I love all the mental games yeah with Rafa, like something Rafa and I enjoy doing together are puzzles yep. but I, yeah, I can't do the, hey mummy let me cook you breakfast and you come and have tea with me. Uh, look sometimes I can if I can <laughs> scroll on Instagram and just be there while she hands me things and I fake eat it but I love taking the kids outside because that's, for me, that's my break time. It's a breather.
1: Yeah, interesting I mean actually sandcastles I don't mind. That's one thing I'm quite into don't mind a sandcastle. I,
0: I don't mind it for like a minute but and then no, I'm I Go I'm not it. a big... I don't mind it for like a minute and then I'm over it.
1: Yeah, I think I've got like a five-minute tap out for (laughs) those things. But my kid's dad is an amazing player. Like he really plays with them and he will totally get down on his hands and knees and do imaginary play. And he makes me look so bad. (laughs) And they literally say, Mommy, when we're with you, you never play with us. Daddy plays with us all (laughs) All the time. The (laughs) The guilt strings. And now it's so obvious because we don't live together anymore. And it's like when we're at daddy's, he plays with us. then when we're at your house, you just sit there on Instagram. (laughs) I'm like I'm like, no, no. No, I don't, guys. No,
0: I don't. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Is there a part of you then that then feels competitive to be the favorite parent where you're like, fuck, I got to like pull out the big guns?
1: No, look, your kids have to love you. It's built in. They don't (laughs) have a choice. They will love me despite themselves forever. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm trying to just own my own parenting style, right? Like I do play with them. We have fun. It's just not physical games. I bought them an at home laser tag kit this week. Did that supply them with hours of fun? Yeah. And I was like, I did that. I brought this game into your life, but also go do it in the other room without me. (laughs) You know, like I'll take a cute picture and then we're done here. (laughs) (laughs) You guys play on your own.
0: Okay. Let me ask you this then. What about when you have kids? What about when you and your partner first have kids and there's the responsibility of kids? i can't talk today and then there's the sharing of responsibilities yes because playing is one thing yeah but then all the jobs that comes with kids like breakfast and feeding and wiping down the high chair and doing kid laundry and bath and all that kind of stuff who reads the books you know how did you guys divide and conquer that kind of stuff and was it an easy transition
1: no we used to nag each other all the time and then we stopped nagging and we decided to just divide up the jobs I think we got into this in an earlier app, didn't we?
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he was always on breakfast routine and you were always on bedtime routine. Yeah. Which is what worked for you guys, which is so interesting because that would never work for me and Hubs. Yeah,
1: I've fucked myself now, haven't I? Now I do all the routines on my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get a week off. Yes, true, true. Yeah, we divided and conquered because we also worked together yes so the way we found best to work through it was to say this is your lane this is my lane and then you just don't have to nag yeah then you're like okay this is my job to do so i've just got to do that and then they're gonna do that and i found that really helpful we divided up morning routine and night routine i was on night so i would always do dinner bed bath story
0: which i actually feel like is the harder job in a way
1: depends if you've had a full night's sleep see i'm terrible on a broken night's sleep so i don't come alive until 8 30 a.m
0: also you've never been a morning person never been a
1: morning person although i'm as i get older becoming a morning person which is
0: wigging me out
1: what i know i don't know something's happening something is happening i'm waking organically at 6 a.m
0: even on your off weeks even on my off weeks how good welcome to the club i mean it's nice to be an early bird sure but then i'm real
1: tired by like 9 30 yeah and then you go to bed it's golden well, I kind of
0: miss my like night owl stage. Should do what? Scroll <laughs> more Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I get all that done when I'm with my kids. <laughs> So hubs and I are very much the tag team. Yeah. So it's like this is your morning, and then the next day is my morning, ah, vice okay. versa. You did daycare drop off yesterday, so I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. That kind of thing. We we try and split it very evenly. Do you know, like, Wednesday's my pickup day? No, it's actually not consistent like that. It's okay. a weird, like, oh, we just know who did it last. And so. But
1: don't you get like at each other, like, when you have to discuss that every day?
0: So we definitely used to. Okay. Again, I think every. every. Every single couple who becomes parents has to go through a teething period. Yeah. And I reckon that teething period can any can be anywhere from six to 12 months oh, of it's like not longer probably longer because you because your kids are changing right so mm-hmm. the goal posts are constantly changing yeah. their needs change honestly i can say that recently i feel like we're in a really good routine okay at the moment and there's no resentment or one parent feeling like they're doing Whoa. more than the other i know it's it's a golden window yeah i don't know how long it's gonna last i mean
1: i think you've jinxed it now <laughs> oh,
0: fuck i've i have i've done a number of myself fuck <laughs> you'll walk
1: out of this cupboard and he'll be like where's the shopping you said you would get yesterday
0: (laughs) actually on the shopping topic (laughs) we've started doing direct to boot pickup from Woolworths and for whatever reason I noticed that that job fell on my fell on my head Mm -hmm. week after week Mm -hmm. and he'd be like oh babe the Woolies needs to be picked up and then off I went to go and collect it and then I thought why why, why has this become my job so last week um, Hubbs was like Oh babe You gotta go pick up The Woolies order today And I was like I, I can't I don't have time And he literally pulled the I don't know where to go <laughs> Neither did I Once
1: Did you think he knew What he was doing? Hunji P Sending you all the time Yeah And so you were like I put
0: my thang down, Flip it and reverse it Damn straight And he didn't He knew he didn't have a leg To stand on Because yeah. he was on to A good thing for a while yeah, yeah. So he was kind of like Oh alright What street do I go to? Where do I turn? What do I click? Love a little marriage Test in the
1: middle of a pandemic.
0: But you know how sometimes you fall into a routine without realizing it, Mm. and then one of you goes, Hold on a minute. Yeah. Why am I
1: breastfeeding through the night? You should be. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, because a baby falls so heavily on the woman yep. in a hetero relationship, you are the CEO of the baby, you know, for a while. It all does end with you. And then at some point, it can become more shared.
0: Yeah, but it's it's such a transition yes. for the man yeah. because they haven't had that responsibility. And then suddenly it's like, what do you mean I have to do the solids feed? Yeah.
1: I'm trying to work out when the father-kid connection happened because it wasn't instant. either of my babies way more for the first
0: see for hubs he was so into rafa from day one yeah i just think because he had that experience of oh my god we like made a human and we're responsible for her
1: second time around the magic's worn off you're like oh yeah whoops we did it again (laughs) 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 just trying to manage it so that curiosity and wonder is kind of gone
0: it is it's just kind of sad but i will say there is magic in the when you know your baby is your last yes What about disciplining? Yeah. I feel like this could be contentious between couples if you have very different approaches Mm. to how you discipline your kids. Yeah, I take huge issue with how inconsistent my husband is. (laughs) He is full of empty threats and no follow through. And I'm like, you are literally teaching Rafa that manipulation gets her a long way. (laughs) Like she's worked out your number. You don't have a leg to stand on with her anymore. So on the weekend, we were at the beach doing our one hour of exercise with the kids. And we ran into some family friends of ours, which was really lovely because the kids could roam around for a bit. Rafa peed herself. She hasn't wet herself in a while in the day. And Hubs was, for whatever reason, kind of annoyed about it. He was like... Rafa just peed herself and I was like oh she probably got excited to see friends because she's starved of seeing friends on weekends and got distracted like no big deal and Hubbs was like it really threw him and he didn't know how to handle it and he said well then I think I should take her home Mm. and I was like well don't do that because then we have to leave and like I'm really enjoying this moment at the bit and he was like
1: such a hard parent vibe like like don't make me discipline you if I have to ruin my fun (laughs) (laughs) it's like when you threaten no screens do you ever threaten no screens
0: like what do you mean like no tv
1: yeah well I I did once and then I had to follow through and then I was like well fuck now I have to entertain them
0: all afternoon and then you're like all the regrets. yeah
1: so now I'm like there won't be any ice cream <laughs> you know? and they're like we never get ice cream I'm like well there won't be any more
0: <laughs> yeah you've really got to think this stuff through I know.
1: or the one i do at the moment is i will take all your toys to the salvation army <laughs> how do they respond no 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 okay no 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 we won't
0: that's a good one yeah yeah i like that one
1: yeah good way to cull. also teaching them charity oh <laughs> <Aww. laughs> um but yeah that's that's a good threat because they you know if i say all the toys if i say one i reckon they'd call me on it isla calls me on my bluff all the time oh
0: she's too smart she's
1: way too smart for me Uh,
0: rafa's actually getting a bit of the islas about her with Mm, that yeah there's a lot of traits coming through where i'm like oh this reeks of like isla yeah the
1: force is strong in
0: that one yeah
1: when isla was three and she just wouldn't go to bed i was like if you don't go to bed right now i am taking muku her her ride or die like favorite softy that she's had since she was born i'm taking muku and putting her on the highest shelf she did not break eye contact with me, reached behind her and just slowly handed me Muku by the neck and went, here you go. <gasps> she
0: like, called your a bluff. And I was
1: like, you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how to deal with you.
0: With Rafa at the moment being three, that exact age that Isla was, it's just the relentless negotiations yeah. for everything everything
1: but the good thing about the sassy threes is you're about to move into the four and a half fives where it just turns and they just want your approval and love
0: no way oh it's so
1: handy oh i can't
0: wait for that isla is like how can i help you mummy tell me i'm good (laughs) mummy very useful oh my god i can spy a people pleaser in wrath big time she already loves doing jobs yeah like she loves emptying the laundry and getting on a stool and putting it in the dryer and yesterday she discovered emptying the dishwasher and the game of knowing where everything goes oh great and i was like i'll roll with this for a bit
1: yeah hard lockdown vibe on that one (laughs) big time (laughs) we're gonna play dishwasher
0: (laughs) oh how are we in week 10 oh my god week 10 baby
1: at least they've said school's going back do you know the other thing you can't know about someone you have kids with what is their level of helicoptering
0: yes you
1: just don't know because that's like a personality thing it really is it's not something you choose like your level of nervousness and hovering around your kids is just i think that's just
0: ingrained well can i jump in for a second sure we've actually got a lot of friends whose husbands are surprisingly helicoptery? Yeah. And it drives our friends mental.
1: Yeah, because I'm a real, eh, go for it. Climb that thing. If you fall, you fall. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, I'm there's like, only one way to learn kind of thing. Exactly. Easy for us to say because we have quite sure-footed kids. That sounds like a flex. I don't mean that as a <laughs> humble brag. It's just some kids are spaghetti legs and some kids don't have accidents that often. We don't have accidenty kids.
0: I feel like you've just jinxed us. Oh, Fuck this has been me. an episode of jinxing. I'm going to have a broken
1: arm any minute. <laughs> Probably if we had kids who were spaghetti legs, we'd be more hovery. Yes. You know, if you're not hovery, you can get a bit of shade from your partner who's like, are you watching?
0: Yeah. You know, and you can
1: feel a bit like you need to be a bit more on.
0: So how do Hobbs and I cope? Because we're both very hands-off and unhovery. Yeah, but that's great, isn't it? That's like a match,
1: like an energy match. Maybe. Well, your kid's just going to wander off from the park and neither of you are going to notice and you'll be like, where's Iggy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will say we have suffered some parental police eyes from other parents at playgrounds where Rafa's climbing some ridiculously high thing and I can see like a hovery parent looking around being like, where's this kid's parent? (laughs) She could fall and hurt hurt herself and Hubs and I are like on the outskirts just looking at her being like, oh, look at that woman getting her knickers in a knot over Rafa climbing up there. Well, like,
1: don't you know she's part mountain goat?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually... Now that I think of it, quite a few people have slid into my DMs on Instagram whenever I've shown a clip of Rafa climbing something ridiculous or hooning down on her scooter or bike and I often get asked, how do you let go? I mean, I even had someone ask me, like, what parenting book have you read about letting your child take risks and all this stuff? And my reply is always, I didn't get a choice With Rafa, unless you have a daredevil, mountain goat...
1: Spider monkey child.
0: You don't understand what it's like to have no choice. Mm. Like, I can't stop Rafa from doing these things because you know the saying pick your battles Mm -hmm. like I'm not going to deal with her having a meltdown because I won't let her climb to the top of that rocket ship in that playground when she sees other older kids do it like that's just a battle that I'm not going to pick I'd rather her do it potentially fall And learn from the experience. Like, it's really hard to articulate. And I think what you said is spot on about how some kids are sure-footed while other kids have spaghetti legs. Yeah. And I think I've just learnt to trust Rafa to work out her own boundaries. Yeah. And her own limitations.
1: She's just really physically confident, right? Yeah. She always has been.
0: Yeah, and that is not something I've nurtured or taught. No, it's innate.
1: It's innate, but also your attitude to it is innate too. So that's just a combination, uh, that's interesting. I think. I don't yeah. think you can... I've, oh, I've said this a million times, sorry if it's getting boring, but I just don't think you can choose what kind of parent you're going to be. Yeah. You're going to be the kind of parent you're going to be. Yes, we can all learn things, we can find resources that speak to us, but let's be honest, we cherry-pick the ones that suit our personality. Mm. I think we do that with everything. Hunji P. From any kind of self-improvement to parent learning to growth, whatever, at work. We always cherry-pick the things that suit us, that are convenient to our personality. And under stress... And when it comes to the crunch, you're just going to have your innate response to things. Yes. If that's hovery, then it's hovery. Yeah. If it's hands off, it's hands off. And I think that applies to every other kind of parenting oh, thing
0: as well. I 100% agree. Do you know what brutal thing I've learned about myself as a parent is that I'm not good in a crisis? Oh, yeah. So anytime that Ruff has had an accident, or actually not that long ago, Iggy was having a tantrum, he didn't want to get into the bath, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get him undressed. And when I finally got his t shirt, shirt off in his state of rage he threw his head back and like smacked his head on the corner of the bus and then he like ricocheted forwards and then (laughs) smacked his head and he had a nosebleed and in that moment i didn't know his nose was bleeding i thought he had fucked up his whole mouth and all his teeth had fallen out or something And I'm not good. I'm like, roo, roo. And like calling out to hubs like distressed and, you know, I don't get practical and calm. Mm. I'm the opposite. Mm. And I'm also that person who never knows when to take their kids to hospital or not. Mm. Like I second guess myself constantly. I'm very lucky. I've got a good friend who's a nurse and another good friend who's a paramedic. And I've got them both on like speed speed dial. (laughs) And I'll message them pictures and be like, what do I do? Do you?
1: think the worst time to be a nurse or a paramedic is in your early to late 30s when all your friends are having babies just phone would just be popping off with like what do I do with this check out this disgusting rash my kid just did a poo this color what do you reckon here's a picture <laughs>
0: oh, it must be so annoying oh, imagine if you're a pediatrician what your friends oh, would do Oh god milk <laughs> it and abuse it that's what they would do you'd
1: have to have such a boundary you would do you know what I'm really wrestling with at the moment what? I don't care about swearing I just don't care. Oh. I'm a salty pirate, as we know. Yeah. You're a salty pirate. Yeah. I'm surrounded by salty pirates. And I don't really
0: care if my kids are exposed to swearing. But do you care when they swear?
1: Look, if it's in context and if it's funny, I kind of respect it. <laughs> But like I've told them you can't, then they don't use swear words. Like they don't use them like I do.
0: But do they do that thing where if you drop an F-bomb by accident, they're like, (gasps) mummy. Yeah,
1: so Isla started doing that. Since she's gone to school, she made me a swear jar. <laughs> and she scolds me if I use a swear word. But then Teddy said something the other day, totally in context. He dropped something. He went, "Oh shit!" And I was like, it's "Funny."
0: <laughs> and it hurts no one. It's just a sound, right? Until it becomes habit. Yeah, and then is it just yuck? I don't know. I don't love it when I hear kids swear. I'm like, well, there's no one else you got that from other than your parents.
1: Is that what it is? It's just yucky because it's a bad reflection on the parent. I
0: don't know if it's that or if it's that. It just doesn't. It's not cute. <laughs>
1: it's not cute or is it really cute like that kid in Jerry Maguire
0: yes but I do think there's a delicate line that can be crossed sure. from being like oh my god that was so cute to like oh no you need to like stop swearing
1: yeah like if my kids walked into the kitchen was like mom can I
0: have a fucking snack I'd be like okay shut <laughs> your fucking face <laughs> where'd you get that ponymouth mouth from there'll be no question it'll come from me <laughs> See, Hubs pulls me up on swearing all the time. Yeah. He is straight up not okay about it. Yeah. He will school me in front of the kids and that annoys me. But it's gotten to a point now where I'm such a pirate that I don't hear myself swearing. Oh, never do I. Like. Just this morning, he was like, babe, don't swear. I was like, I didn't. He's like, you did. I was like, did I?
1: <laughs> I've always been sweary. I was a sweary teenager.
0: What's your favorite swear word? Let's do a bit of a inside the actor studio. okay. okay. You know how he always asks? I love What's questions. your favorite swear word? While you're pondering, I don't know if you noticed, but last week Revs edited the episode and she beeped <laughs> out her own C word. So and we had a few DLs slide into our DM saying why'd you beep out the C word? I love that word. No,
1: I started to get really conscious about how often I drop the C bomb.
0: Yeah. It's aggressive.
1: It's aggressive. And it really does offend some people. And I, yeah. I don't mean it offensively. I worship the cunt, honestly. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm fine with it, but in the right company, you've really got to read the room when you drop a C bomb. And seeing as we go out to thousands of people every week, I just want to make it for everyone.
0: It's you know? so funny because in Australia, we can use it as a sign of playful affection. Like yeah. you'd be like, ah, shut up. You mad cunt. Yeah. You know, put that in america yeah hubs was like oh that shit don't fly yeah like you cannot drop the c word in the u.s they're so weirdly progressive in the u.s but then so conservative
1: yeah they've got that real dichotomy don't they yes so here's another inappropriate parenting move isla loves the bachelor great she's so into it we have a lot of conversations about you should never compete for anyone's affections this is a weird tv show it's a weird structure it's just for entertainment you don't
0: need a man she's like but they're all there looking for
1: love i'm like okay anyway there was this storyline a few weeks ago where one of the girls called another girl the c-word and that was how it was being talked about and isla goes what's the c-word and i went coward <laughs> and then on the tv there's this grab where this girl's like i just don't think a woman should ever call another woman the c-word and isla goes no no they should never call anyone a coward <laughs>
0: I can't believe you let Isla watch The Bachelor. I
1: mean, I is it any different to watching Neighbours?
0: Yes. Is that why? Well, because neighbors is actually deals with a lot of real life complicated relationships. The Bachelor is such an unreal <laughs> scenario. What are you talking about? 20
1: women in a mansion in a harem? Because I'm working from home. It gives me like sometimes an hour or two if she yeah. watches two episodes back to back and I'm like typing away. She goes, Mom, Mom! Casey got Good one, babe. <laughs> Keep going on <laughs> with my work. And then she'll run into the room and go, "Mum, you won't believe it. They had a smoochy kiss and then Jimmy took his top off. And I was like, oh, oh God, don't tell your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, tap, 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 working away. Oh, God. And she comes back from her dad's house. She's like, me and dad made a movie and we went on a bushwalk. He hired a bike and we went on this long bike ride. And I'm like, back to the bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know, I just think sometimes these superficial, trivial shows and experiences can open up to really good, important conversations. I 100% agree with that. Is that me retrofitting my bad parenting?
0: Yeah, I definitely (laughs) think you are. (laughs) However there's merit to it yeah because I don't think there's anything wrong with your kids watching this as long as they understand yeah. the context that it's and in the
1: artifice of the whole thing
0: hanji P yeah
1: which she does she totally gets it. it's a TV show it's not Anything you would do in real life. And Isla's
0: smart, so yeah. she gets it. But I can understand how someone young, naive, impressionable, where that shit isn't explained properly, yeah. it can be problematic.
1: Yeah. Did Hubs listen to last week's episode? No. Oh, so he hasn't started hanging his towels off again?
0: No. It's <laughs> doing my head in.
1: He's <laughs> still putting wet towels on the bed? Oh, I, just, I just can't.
0: I keep explaining to him. It breeds mold. <laughs> Does it, it? Yes. wet towel on your wet mattress breeds mold. Like, and then I get really dramatic and I'm like, are you trying to kill our family? <laughs> but then I probably do really annoying things for him as well. Like what? Um, <laughs>
1: Name one. I'm
0: perfect. What can I say? <laughs> no. Oh, I know what really pisses him off is when I've eaten something that has the potential to cement itself into the bowl. Yeah. And then I just leave it in the sink and I don't rinse it. Such
1: as? Porridge.
0: Porridge. Curries. Um, even anything that I eat with rice, you know, when rice dries and gets crusty, he gets that, that really bothers him because he's in charge of the kitchen.
1: Oh, he's in charge of the kitchen.
0: Yeah. Oh, good one. That's one of our agreed divides that I'm not sure if he's won out on that or I've won out on it. What are you in charge of? Laundry. I'm going to die because of laundry. (laughs) Death
1: by laundry.
0: Hunji Pee.
1: I don't know, if I had to choose laundry or kitchen, what would I choose? Yeah,
0: what would you choose?
1: Mm, I think I'd choose kitchen. Yeah, so
0: his responsibilities include stacking the dishwasher and unpacking the dishwasher. His
1: responsibilities include... (laughs) I love the JD for your husband.
0: I'm the CEO of the household. Did you find him on LinkedIn or Seek? (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, Hubs and I, we're in a really bad stage of living together at one time where I was just taking on too many of the domestic chores and it all came to a head where I buckled under the pressure to keep it all together because we know how much I need to keep it together as a number three on the Enneagram. So the best piece of advice anyone gave me was to nominate myself as the CEO of the household Mm And this is the other thing. If you're a new DL, my hubs is a suit. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, oh, my God, that's it. I need to speak to him in his language.
1: (laughs) To corporatify this
0: marriage. Exactly. (laughs) So I held a meeting. (laughs) I even typed out the minutes. No. (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) Can you you imagine? Did you put it in his diary? I did put it in his diary, but then I also wrote out a comprehensive comparison list of every duty that I take on board versus what he does and for him to see how skewed it was. And then I said, look, we're getting paid the same (laughs) in this house, get paid in the same amount of love and hugs. (laughs) We need to equally divide up the chores and we wrote it out in a chart because i think when i when i drew it out in the table for him he could see how yeah. unbalanced A
1: visual representation of correct it. yeah
0: and then he started to go all right what if i do the kitchen and that's my job and i was like great so not only does he do all the cooking he also Cleans the kitchen, stacks the dishwasher, unpacks it. As Who I mentioned,
1: does the bathrooms.
0: Neither. <laughs> what? We outsource that. All right, but...
1: I was gonna say well <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie. Lockdown's been a problem with yes, that. Who's done it in lockdown? It's just gotten hella skanky. Ew yeah gross. look i do a little bit of a touch up clean up every we've got a rule in our household which is tidy up your friends <laughs> okay. do you know what i'm referring to your skitties yeah yeah, gross <laughs> you've got to clean up your own Take skitties your friends. the other day i said to hubs you need to do my flush method and he went shut up and walked <laughs> out of the room he was like i don't need your flush method
1: let me stink out my own home <laughs> You yeah, who does
0: a poo? Sits, how are we back at poo? We, we always end up back at poo. That's our podcast brand. We love to talk shit. That's how we roll. Who does a poo and sits and lets it percolate, stink out the bathroom while you just happily sit there and read the news on your iPad for 20 minutes? Men. And then flush... <laughs> Of course you're going to leave skitties. Yeah. Gross. Gross. The funny thing about being single
1: is I do it all now, right? Yes. But it causes me less pain. Yeah. Because it's not the actual doing of the chores I think it's the nagging and the feeling of the feelings of equalness and
0: injustice
1: and justice like feeling like you're doing too much or not enough or feeling lazy or feeling on top of it or whatever, because everything in my house falls to me. I just get on with it and get it done.
0: Yeah. And it's somehow easier. Yeah, I get that.
1: It's weird, isn't it?
0: Do you know what? I just had a thought about what I wonder if whoever you date in the future listens to the potty and gets this like access and insight into you and what you like and can be like the perfect partner. <laughs> How good would that be? So therefore on your Tinder profile, you need to put podcast host with a link to we don't <laughs> have time for the way
1: hey! Imagine, they'd all run for the hills. <laughs> so much poo talk.
0: They'll be like, hey Revs, I don't leave skitties because I do Gem's half pike poo whirlpool technique. <laughs>
1: Too much, too much. I don't <laughs> All know <right>. about
0: this. <laughs> Is it time to end the episode? Yes. <laughs> Rebs is losing it. She's gone beetroot oh, red. I'm
1: embarrassed. <laughs> if I think about a potential partner listening to the back catalogue of this podcast, I want to run screaming for the hills with my hair on fire. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> Hit me with your nuts, Spawn. So, okay, my not sponsored, I have a specific brand, but it's just an idea, you know, to start with.
0: You're not selling it to me already. (laughs)
1: Okay. Guys, everyone needs a bum bag. Oh, okay. Remember bum bags? Yeah, they... If you're in the US, we're referring to fanny packs.
0: Are you really going to promote a fanny pack?
1: Yeah, look, it's the mum hack of all time.
0: Are they back in vogue? No, they're not. Well,
1: kind of. Not the way I wear them. (laughs) i wear mine 80s style around my waist right?
0: oh oh because the cool thing is to wear it across your body
1: across your body on an angle yeah. cross cross body bum bag yeah it's not even a bum bag anymore it's like a boob bag <laughs> it that way. um but yeah no i wear it 80s style on my waist under my jumper <laughs> but now we need a mask you've got your earbuds you've got your phone you've got your hand sanny Whatever. I'm past the nappy bag stage, so I don't need any all of that sort of thing. If I'm just taking the kids out on their bikes or scooters or whatever, I don't want to take a bag, mm. but I need all that stuff. So it fits perfectly in my bum bag, and I found these super cool ones from a women-run business online, and they're just really pretty, and they come in colors that
0: you would like. Oh, so they're in the palette. Yeah.
1: So what I'm saying is my, my not-sponsored is get yourself a bum bag from anywhere, anytime, <laughs> any era, and wear it how you like. But if you want something to swipe up on, the poppy lissaman ones are really cool. Ooh! They, I'll show you, Jem. Show me, you show can me. Tell everyone how cool they are. She is such a sick brand. I have three pairs of her sunglasses. She's a real vibe, and she's done these nylon fanny packs. They're so sick.
0: Ooh, I can get behind those. They're cute, right? Oh uh, yeah. I like that kind of rust blush color. Yeah, they come in
1: Gem's life palette, pretty much, like cream, ochre. Seafoam driftwood. But actually, there's some bright colors too. They're just really cool. They've got like all the cool zips. They're not lame, although I am in the market, if anyone finds one, for like a hard 80s
0: yeah hyper color like made of parachute material yeah yeah, yeah. or like branded
1: like sea world or something <laughs> i think i would really rock that so if you find something like that send it my way like a bit of a promotional bum <laughs> and then i'll just have a frisbee and wear buck shorts and just be a hard princess diana <laughs> yes. on the beaches vibe and a plastic visor please perfect. you know with the green perfect Well, like i'm doing my taxes <laughs> I think you've mixed your <laughs> mixed your moods here. My genres. Yeah, I think you've mixed it up. Cross pollinating. Anyway, Poppy and bum bags. They're sick. I'll put a link in the show notes. But also, I'll, I'll put this up on Instagram because it's just
0: sick love it did i do better than my mouthwash dude your mouthwash was popular was it yes someone went into the Coles in manly yeah and took a screenshot and was like "Rebs, you've over influenced because <laughs> there was none left dude listerine
1: slide on in i would like a little share of that big mouthwash
0: or cole's goliath slide on in <laughs> slide on in come and spotty us yes this is called
1: hashtag not sponsored, but we are open for it becoming sponsored. <laughs> if you'd like to
0: slide
1: on in. All right. Hit me with your not spun.
0: I've got a fun one.
1: Why won't you hit me with your not spun? Costs
0: zero dollars and zero cents. you're so proud of yourself
1: when you find something like that. Well, I mean- yeah, 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 yeah. We get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's an Instagram page. Yep, follow. Great. Love it. So last week, obviously I was having my whinge about my dirty chai. Mm hmm. And being the biggest letdown of all time. Mm -hmm. Side note, Mm. many DL slid in and said, Gem, you have to try the McDonald's dirty chai because it's super sweet and yummy. Can you try that on your own time and
1: not on potty day when it's going to ruin our whole morning if you don't like it? Well, I've got a grand plan. Oh, okay.
0: So... I'm due for my second vax appointment in a few weeks, Mm -hmm. and it's out in Mm Homebush because we haven't done road trips in a long time, Mm -hmm. and whenever we do family road trips, we have a 100% McDonald's rule where we always hit Macca's, and I've been missing out on that this year for obvious reasons. And so last time I got the vax... I went into Macca's, got my frozen Coke, hit me up a few nuggets, and off I went. Got my Macca's fix. But I've already pre-planned that for my next vax appointment, dirty chai.
1: Dirty chai drive-thru.
0: I'm going to give it a red hot go, and I will uh, obviously review it on the potty. My not spawn is related to that. Mm -hmm. It's called Latte Sutra. So you know how I was talking about how my XXX whatever X it was did coffee art? Mm -hmm. And competitively. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, another DL... Slid in. Is
1: he a three as well?
0: I don't know. Was he three? But another DL slid into our DMs and was like, Gem, coffee art can be sexy. Check this out. Latte Sutra. Oh,
1: shit. It's sex in coffee.
0: Whoa! That's a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, DLs, do yourself a favor. <laughs> Go to at latte, L-A-T-T-E, Sutra, S-U-T-R-A, and it's someone, oh, my God, this one's a threesome. Can you see that? I can see it. I can see it. And it's sexy coffee art.
1: You know what you'd never think could be sexy? Foamy milk. But turns out it
0: can. Some of these positions. I feel like this is good inspo. Show me, show me. Like light a sex candle. (laughs)
1: Light your sex candle. Show your husband. Latte sutra. Look at this one here. Yeah. What is going in the side there? Yeah.
0: (laughs) She's got some nice boobies. I'm into this. Oh, my God. Is it the actual Kama Sutra? This
1: one's just a dick going in a mouth. That's
0: aggressive. (laughs) See, that's funny that you thought that was a mouth because I thought something else. What did you think? I don't know. I just thought it was was the vagina entry. I don't know. I saw lots of pubes. I was confused. Is it pubes or is it just the chocolate? This is like... The ink blot test the psychiatrist gives you. It's like, what do
1: you see in this coffee? And someone's like, it's a big dick going in a mouth. And they're like, that is a crane. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. That one looks like a dead body. All right. Well, keep- All right, anyway. Okay. It, we'll took it. a turn. <laughs> it was supposed to be light and frothy. <laughs>
0: Cue the outro. One of these days we'll have an outro. outro intro, to outro, outro intro, oh. outro. Remember that? She's intro. horny. She's <laughs> horny.
1: Light the candle hubs. <laughs> <laughs>